0: GBS here of Into the Squared Circle Podcast and welcome to a special episode of Into the Squared Circle Podcast. I'll be talking about the legacy, the life, WWE's Hall of Famer, Superstar Billy Graham who passed away this past Wednesday and you can join me on this conversation into the Squared Circle Podcast on Twitter, Facebook and Instagram. Um, I posted a photo I posted a photo of Billy Graham extra figure on my social media platform and it's been signed by superstar Billy Graham himself. And it's 100% legit, folks. So I do have a picture when I was a wee little kid and I had a chance to meet Billy Graham at an autograph session during WrestleMania weekend when WrestleMania 22 came to Chicago, one of the final arena circuits for WrestleMania before WrestleMania got huge and started doing massive stadiums and this was long before wwe had fan axes weekend and you know they had fan axes spread across the chicagoland area at that time everywhere and they had select superstars do some sightings throughout the suburbs of chicago and the the event i went to had hillbilly jim walking around the parking lot signing autographs and taking pictures and at that time we didn't have a smartphone we have those disposable cameras. You can buy, a, you know, your local store, a Walmart pharmacy store, and you take it to your local uh, Photoshop or, or, or a pharmacist shop like Walgreens or CVS where you can dispose those films. But I do have a picture of myself awkwardly walking across superstar Billy Graham instead of standing there posing with a big smile. But I do have a photo somewhere around her, but I have two action figures. I bought that day I believe was at a Toys R Us you remember those stores man when I was a kid I used to go to Toys R Us and pick up the uh, action figures of WCW and WWE or WWF at the time but I bought two Billy Graham superstar Billy Graham uh, action figures and one of them he signed for me a very nice guy and it's sad. It's very sad to see uh, uh, see this news that came up this past Wednesday uh, on May the 17th. Superstar Billy Graham passed away at the age of 79 in Phoenix, Arizona. And I tell you what. Superstar Billy Graham, a WWE Hall of Famer. Extraordinary. Extraordinary resume. Superstar Billy Graham wrestled everywhere. From the 70s, 80s, 90s, he has wrestled everywhere debuted in 1970 trained by Stu hart at the hart dungeon up in canada retired in 1988 his pro wrestling career began in 1969 coleman was encouraged by by the way that's his real name superstar billy game eldridge wayne coleman that's his real name okay coleman was encouraged by professional wrestler bob lewick to train with Stu Hart for the Ladders of Stampede Wrestling Promotion. Everybody knows about the Stampede Wrestling Promotion up in Canada by Stu Hart. Legendary, right? The Hart family. Um, From there, he went to uh, 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 Arizona, then uh, joined Jerry Graham at the National Wrestling Alliance, the NWA Los Angeles promotion, which also was run by Mike LaBelle, as he tag-teamed the following August, so right around that year. Uh, in the 1970s. Eventually, he changed his actual ring name to Billy Graham as a tribute to the famous evangelists of the same name. Later, while wrestling and championship wrestling from Florida, the name was served both as his end ring name to make him the Kayfabe, the youngest brother of Jerry and the other grandbrothers, Eddie and Luke. So, Jerry Graham, how about that? Eventually, in December 1970, Billy Graham went to join Roy Shire's NWA San Francisco pro, uh, promotion to work with one of the greats Pat Patterson, Ray Stevens, Cyclone Negro, and Peter Maivia, one of the greats. Uh, eventually, uh, Billy Graham nearly two-year run of Central California included a stint wrestling in Hawaii in February and March of 1972. Eventually, he made his leap over to the AWA in 1972 through 1975. Uh yes, Vern Gagne's and AWA American Wrestling Association built and made here in the Midwest, like Minnesota, Chicago. Chicago had a long history with the AWA. Uh, but man, oh man, Billy Graham had an awesome feud with Greg Gagne, the Crusher, the Bruiser, Wahoo McDaniel's, Billy Robinson. Ken Patera, Ivan Koloff, so just a collect of names in the A.W.A. from 1972 all the way up to 1975. In September of October 1974, Graham took leave from the A.W.A. to join the International Wrestling Alliance Super Wide Series Tour of Japan, where he fought. Such local stars like Mighty Anu, Animal Hamachi, and Rusher Kenamaru. Following his return from Japan, Billy Graham formed a tag team with American Dream, baby, Dusty Rhodes, where he left the AWA and returned to the NWA in May of 1975, signing up with Red Base and Dallas Base promotion for five months and taking a local brass knuckles title from Mad Dog Fashon on August the 8th. Eventually, Billy Graham, for the most of October, Graham worked for the Mid-Atlantic promotion in North Carolina, standing in for Ric Flair, who had just been injured in a plane crash. So if you guys actually think about this, Billy Graham was the Ric Flair before Ric Flair became a huge cessation icon that we know today. Now, what I, I love about Billy Graham is he was part of Vince McMahon, senior's promotion the WWF the World Wide Wrestling Federation now fans know Vince McMahon today is Vince Kennedy McMahon but his father was Vince J McMahon senior Vince McMahon senior who ran obviously the WWF the World Wide Wrestling Federation uh, prior to his son taking over and changing to the wwf but vince mcmahon senior had billy graham make his in-ring wwf career debut on october 25th 1975, in 1975 and a tag team match the boston garden which which he and spyros aaron defeated wwf heavyweight champion bruno sammartino and dominic delucci that is huge now fans that knows pro wrestling history knows bruno sammartino is like god god in the northeast territories in the wwf era so bruno who's a champion get defeated in a tag team match by superstar billy graham that is huge and at that time the grand wizard became graham's manager which is just phenomenal another major feud at that time was with polish muscleman Ivan pusky one of the all-time greats. He had a brief co- contract with the NWA in Houston, Texas, following from June to August of 1976 from Billy Graham. And eventually he went on to do a second Japan tour. This time he brought Ivan Koloff with him. He featured with Antonio Noki, one of the all-time legends not only in Japan but across the world. Rest in peace Antonio Noki, but man, Antonio Noki at that time him and muhammad ali and then you have him and billy graham in japan that that's just phenomenal in 1976 on the invitation of dusty Rhodes, graham joined the nwa promotion of florida beating Rhodes for the florida heavyweight title on november 22nd uh occasionally he came to st louis missouri wrestled in the nwa midwest against harley race baby one another greats nwa heavyweight champion we love harley race eventually Billy Graham returned back to the WWF from 77 through 78. I can't remember right around this time he had a handshake deal with Vince Sr. Uh, I, you know, I think at that time he was a heel and he didn't want to become a baby face around that time. And at, I believe right around that time when he had the handshake deal, if he would have became a babyface by defeating, uh, uh, I can't remember, he defeated Bruno Sammartino for the heavyweight championship in Baltimore in 1977. And he easily could of have been a major star at that time, but he did a handshake deal with Vince Sr. to, to, to say to be a heel but Graham had a huge moment by defeating Bruno San Martino for the WWF champion April 30th, to be exact, in 1977 in Baltimore, Maryland. Graham held the title for nine and a half months. During his reign, he wrestled across America, Japan, in February 1978, facing challengers such as former champion Bruno San Martino, Jay Briscoe, Dusty Rhodes, Pedro Morales, Don Morocco, Mel Mascaris, strong Kayobashi, carlos Roca, and ricky joshu another japan legend he also will continue his food with ivan pusky as such not so graham so far had an awesome career his resume is building up as he goes uh eventually graham lost the title to backland bob backland february 20th in 1978 and look he had a texas bull rope match with american dream dusty Rhodes that year so after that he returned back to the nwa from 1978 and 1982 had a hiatus at that time uh there was a point where he was in the CWA Continental Wrestling Association uh uh world champion defeating Pat mcginnis and eventually he lost it to Jerry Lawler in Lexington, Kentucky in uh, 1979 and uh as he continued on in his career he returned back to the WWF under I believe it was under Vince McMahon Jr. Uh when it got transitioned to the WWF from 1982 to 1983 and at this time Billy Graham changed his look he had a bald head the mustache sporting black karate pants and when i saw that photo i'm like oh yeah jesse the body ventura he stole his looks you can't tell me that jesse ventura stole his looks and his gimmick uh but look there's a lot of wrestlers that took his gimmicks and transform it to something else for the next generation uh eventually he challenged bob Backlund for the wwf champion but was unable to win the title he left the promotion april of 1983 returned back to the awa and third return to the nwa so there's a lot of moving around for superstar billy graham uh he did he began his nwa run with the championship wrestling from florida First, as a member of Kevin Sullivan's Army of Darkness. You remember that? Uh, he became a member of that. Uh, 1984, Graham joined Jim Crockett's promotion, the Mid-Atlantic Wrestling in North Carolina, working for Paul Jones in his feud against Jimmy Valiant. Um, and then eventually he returned back for a third run for the WWF from 1986 to 1989. Feud him with Harley Race and Butch Reed and uh, uh, Syracuse. On October 27th, the one main gang supposedly retired him from active competition permanently from a Russian splash on the concrete floor after Graham went over uh, Reed. And then uh, Graham worked for the WWF as a commentary for the next few years in the WWF uh, in between his surgery. And then back in 2004, okay, now we go press on over to 2004. Bully Graham was inducted to the WWE Hall of Fame class of 2004 the night before WrestleMania uh, 20. By then World Heavyweight Champion Triple H, who Graham had helped inspire to become a professional wrestler, Graham later sold his WWE Hall of, Hall of Fame ring to purchase anti-rejection medication to help us treat his liver transplant, which I did not know about this. Several years later, Graham joined the WWE on a swing of nine television events where he was interviewed by Jonathan Coachman, uh, performance skits, ran right around that time. Uh, Graham parted away with the WWE in 2009. And then in November of 2015, Graham announced he signed a Legends contract, a long-term Deal to make an infrequent non-wrestling appearance he signed a renewed contract and back in 2021 so there's the remarkable career of superstar billy graham now here is his championship resume uh the 50th state big time wrestling the nwa hawaii heavyweight champion championship wrestling from florida two times uh, tag team from f- championship wrestling from florida one time uh, the NWA Southern Heavyweight Champion, the, Con- the Continental Wrestling Association, the CWA Heavyweight Champion, the Interna- International Pro Wrestling Champion, NWA Big Time Wrestling Champion, the Brass Knuckles Champion, the NWA San Francisco Champion. Um, and He's been Pro Wrestling Illustrated Winner multiple times. He's been the WWF champion, WWE Hall of Famer in 2004, the Slammy Awards with Hulk Hogan, uh the Real American Award in 1987, the Wrestling Zerber Award many his time. Uh, just uh, a, an awesome resume. A, leg- a legacy will cheers forever. And I will hold on to that action figure on my wall and we'll look at it every single day. Every time I come downstairs, I, that's the first thing I look at. And uh, you know what? We, we love you. Billy Graham, as a wrestling fan, uh, we, we love you. We love you. Rest in peace. And we will miss you.